Hey there, Angel Repair Juice listeners. This is Henry. Um, gotta apologize. Kind of had a rough week. Didn't really uh, feel like doing, you know, like some legit Firehose Roundup review. So I just stole the uh, plot synopsis, synopsises, synopses from uh, Crunchyroll. Sorry, try to be more authentic and legit. Next episode, hope it's still enjoyable. Here's the show. Brothers and sisters, it's time for Angel Repair Juice. And welcome to another edition of Angel Repair Juice. My name is Volk Henry Senpai. And my name is Pancake Matthew Senpai. We're your senpais for the day. This senpai, that senpai. You have Why nothing? won't you notice us, senpai? Huh? Why won't you notice us, senpais? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. why won't you notice us? Everybody out there, listen. Listen, uh, since, it, since we've come up with this noticing thing, why don't we just go right ahead and throw out the contact info now so that, you know. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> because, because the, the, the well, actually, now that, that might not be fair. Um, in fact, it probably isn't fair. Have we checked for, to see if we have an email? <laughs> um, tell you what, you do the contact info and, and I'll do the check checking. The email. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So if you would like to, okay, first of all, this is Angel Repair Juice, and if any of you have are returning, you know what we're doing here. This is anime from a Lutheran perspective. That's a niche of all time, the niche of all niches, although we've heard nichier stuff out there. And this one, this is pretty niche There's not a whole lot of anime from it. There's anime from a Christian perspective, but not from a Lutheran perspective. That's what you're listening to. And if you would like to get in touch with us, you could get on, you could do this. AngelRepairJuicePC at gmail.com. Angel Repair Juice PC, that's all one word, at gmail.com. You could also go to angelrepairjuice.wordpress.com and check us out there. We've got some stuff up there. We're a little lagging on putting new stuff up there because we, well, because we're normal people. And Angel Repair Juice has a, a group on Facebook, which you can go there. And there's also a page there. And we have a Twitter account called ARJ Podcast, which you can go there and follow us. And we may even follow you back. That's assuming that either one of us have figured out, um, you know, how to use Twitter. Actually, I already know how to use Twitter. I just have, I already have two Twitter accounts. I have one, mine, then I have the one for Radical Grace Radio, and then there's the Angel Repair Juice one, which I actually don't have hooked up for anything other than on my computer. That sounds like we're really on top of things. Henry, how long do I have to sit here and talk before you can tell me? <laughs> um, if anybody sent us an email no emails man no emails not even something through the no. through the Facebook group what if I were to look there uh, you can check I'll look in the Facebook group in the Facebook group yeah well okay so, I've, so I've given the contact info Bell. so an email from Rob Bell really yes it says new book from Rob Bell hello friends let's start with the picture Shall we start with a? Uh, are you sure that's not like something that's like gonna install crazy stuff on your computer if you 
you click it. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> the universalism driver on my... There you go. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly your computer becomes a universalist. Yeah, like you can't delete anything. Yeah, you can't do yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, like you Everything saved. Cycle bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, How does the unit... There you go. Make that into a meme. You can put that out there. <laughs> What's a, yeah, what's a unit? Yeah, what's a Explain a universalist computer. Everything's saved. Yeah, there is no there is no trash bin. There is no what do they call that recycle bin? <laughs> I haven't seen a recycle bin in such a long time. I hit all of that on my computer. Why? Why? Hard drives are so large. Why do you need to delete anything? Yeah. Yeah. Either way, so it's Chinese New Year, according to Henry. <laughs> Did you bring your, you know, what are they? I can't even remember what they call that. It's that loud, noisy thing that they they have at soccer games. Vavuzela. There you go. Well, it sounds like, you know, one of those. In fact, it may even be Chinese. It's just been tossed from one culture to the other until it winds up at a soccer game. (laughs) It's like everything else. It's like everything else winds up at a soccer game eventually. (laughs) No so, man, we got some Chinese food from the local place in town, and we took their children some snacks, like the little envelopes, with red envelopes with money in them. Oh yeah, and and uh, and we got them like a container of like the Chinese jelly sticks. Have you yeah. seen these? Yeah, and we got some food. It was amazing. Okay, and we're doing on the show today, besides, you know, a critique of your Chinese food. What? Oh, what are we doing on the show? Yeah. Uh, can I get a drum roll, Matthew? This is an Angel Repair Juice first. We talked about Japanese animation. Uh-huh. We talked about Korean animation. But today, we're going to talk about Chinese animation. Okay. Chinese and that's and that's specifically why you pointed it to me on Facebook. It is. Let's see, what is it? Did I lose it? I bet I lost it. Yeah, while I was looking for music, I lost it. it either way, it's Princess. I, I wanted to say it in Chinese, although I was probably going to say it wrong, so it doesn't matter. Um, Princess Iron Fan, which you which I eventually remembered that you showed me this a while back, but I couldn't get all the way through it because I had something to do. It's like you passed it to me again this morning before church, like I'm supposed to have time to watch a, a one hour and 19 minute movie from 1941. Oh, plenty of time, man. Just oh, yeah, pull out your phone during the sermon, you know, set it up there, you know. Yeah, so that the person in the pew next to me can like be leaning over and go, what are you watching? Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, watching a Chinese, I'm watching a classic Chinese animated feature. Oh, that looks a lot more interesting than his sermon today. Do <laughs> <laughs> you mind if I tune in, too? Tune in to what? Because <laughs> that's man. the thing, is whenever we get to the other side of breaks, you can you can explain more of that kind of stuff. But right now, why don't we uh, get ready and do that thing that we've been calling the Chinese... I was going to say Chinese. <laughs> Chinese flyers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the Chinese fireworks roundup. It's going because there was a lot of like, okay, we'll talk about it on the other side of the break. The anime fire is roundup. 
on this week's episode of Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, Kundalini and Tekadon witness Garlhorn's brutal suppression of the workers. Seeing the true situation of the colonies, Kundalia makes a fateful decision. On Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, the group has been doing better since making the abandoned town their center of operations, and they have managed to rack up many goblin kills and money, along with many new skills. Monato spends some time thanking his party, but what they haven't realized is that word has spread among the goblins that a party of humans is attacking and killing them in the town, and they have dispatched a goblin hunting party to go in and eliminate them. Monato manages to warn Haruhito and the others of the attack, but a member of the party is hit in the melee and dies, and there's no magic or potion that will reverse death. On this week's episode of Tabimachi Show. Loss is the theme in this tale of two children, Haruka and Yukari, who are reunited at a summer festival. After learning that the Lantern Festival is a time when those who have passed away return to visit the living world, Yukari heads off to the summer festival in hopes that she'll be able to see her friend, Akura, again. This week on Bubuki Baranki, Kagane-chan and Matobai are locked together in a Bubuki battle where the winner gets the other's bubuki. The battle is only ended when one is unable to continue, or if one or the other dies. Matobai intends to punish Kagane-chan for her father's supposed sins, and since he outmatches her in nearly every way, he enjoys himself way too much. This infuriates Azuma, who even though he knows he's not allowed to interfere, imposes himself between Kagane-chan and Matobai, stating that he's only protecting himself, but the power of a bubuki is dependent on the life force of the user, and Azuma grows weaker. He knows he must get to the Bubuki Nest in the sky, known to him as Treasure Island, but he can't leave Kagane-chan behind. On this week's episode of Shuara's Marken, Theodore is inducted into a secret group that wants to overthrow the Stasi and reunite East Germany with West Germany. Meanwhile, the new pilot from the east has been cut off in a fort with the beta bearing down, and no help is coming. This week on Bokodakega in Aimachi. In an effort to get Kayo out of the house and out of her mother's reach over the weekend, Satoru decides to take her to the local science center on Saturday. He even stands up to her mother while asking for permission to take Kayo out for the day but she only relents when Satoru's mother unexpectedly shows up. But while at the science center, he keeps having flashbacks, at first thinking it's deja vu, but then realizing that he's remembering meeting Kayo years ago on the same day, just before she disappeared. Nevertheless, he manages to stay near her for the full time he knows she's in danger of being kidnapped, and his presence even causes her mother to relent in beating her daughter. With the kidnapping averted, Satoru takes Kayo shopping before the surprise birthday party where he plans to surprise Kayo by wishing her happy birthday along with all his friends. They all have fun, and afterwards, he walks Kayo home. She is so grateful to him for everything he's done for her that she promises to give him a present the next day. However, the next day she's absent from school. And that was the Anime Fire Rose Roundup. Roundup.
So, Henry, you know, some of these shows are getting tough. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. they just started by saying, like, for Grimgar, okay, Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, which people have admitted at the beginning they're, like, confused. It's like, this seems like it's lame because there's there's a mystery as to why everybody showed up in this world. You know, like the one guy, for instance, he says, you know, I can't find my cell phone and then reminds himself for a second thinking, What's a cell phone? He he blurts it out, but like the memory of what a cell phone is is not there. Another scene, they have a guy. Um, he's carving an airplane. Now this is like happening in this like medievalish sort of thing, like you would have in Dungeons and Dragons or something like that. Okay. So here he's he's carving an airplane. He has no idea what it is. He just carved. So what what is that? He's like holding it up and it's like neat. There's no flying machines anywhere, but here he is. He's carving a jet out of a piece of wood for fun. You know, that mystery gets sort of lost because it's lost on them. And now it's gotten, you know, each episode seems to like ramp up more and more about how this world's not even like a game. You know, they, they're in this place where, yeah, there's sort of, there's, there's magic and there's stuff like this, but then one of the main characters dies and they take him to the priest. It's like, can you do anything for him? He says, no, <laughs> he's, he's, I can help you with the funeral, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm laughing, but I'm laughing because it's going down this path of, Oh yeah, we're caught in a world that is fantasy, but it is for real. Okay. It's like living in that time where, you know, if some if something goes wrong, you really are gone. You're a goner. You know, not like the 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 thing that they didn't sort on online where you're you're connected up to the to the to the online world and if something happens to you in the online world you die in the real world. Okay, well that's a neat premise, but this is sort of like, hey, let's throw them in. It's a real one. It's it's real. It's just it's just real. You know, forget any of the, you know, the backstory, the accoutrement. They have no idea why they're there, and somebody gets wiped out, and it's like, oh, so the back half of that show winds up being a funeral, not just like, oh, and we laid him to rest, you know, and now let's move on. No, none of that. It's like a long, drawn out sequence of a funeral where. They have to cremate him because if they don't cremate him, some underworld creature like reanimates him and then sends him after you. So they got to cremate him and they have this ritual where they 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 light the fires and then set the ashes loose on the on the on the wind and the wind carries the ashes along and and everybody's like they don't know what they're gonna do because <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like oh okay this is different. This should no. be a, a, a show about death. Hmm. From just this, it's a fantasy world, but death from a standard point of view. Just you don't want death to happen. Just no. Don't don't let that happen because there's it's typically not a plus. It's yeah. It's not not even it's not even an experience to be sought out because somebody can resurrect you. Nope, that's not in the cards. <laughs> So, how about your shows? How are they going? <laughs> um, well, you know, people die in my shows, too. Um, <laughs> no, I have to say, Gundam 
it's really turned itself around. At which, first, which at first, like in that first season, you were like, hmm. Now, well, here's well, before you go on. I want to remember I've yeah. talked about front loading. Yeah, yeah. You know how it seems like sometimes an anime is front loaded with stuff, and you sort of like walk past it, going, "Yeah, I wish they'd get to some sort of point," and then something happens that sort of redefines everything that happened before. Is that kind of what's going on with Gundam? With this no, one? not really. Not not really, because it's everything was. I, I mean, I think yeah, in some respects, but. I think you you had a good gist of what was going on, like because like they had their objective, they're going to try to get Kundalini to Earth. And that's still like you know the main objective. So in that regards, I, I don't think there hasn't been like a major shift. I just think that the story's finally picked up, you know. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, it's uh, maybe a little higher, a little faster pace now, you know. Oh, okay. Um, well, you know, I, I don't know. Just, well, you know, they get they, they odd. I mean, this is sort of odd for today, but back in the day, they used to be twenty six episodes long, like this, all the time. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe there's a way in which we're sort of overthinking it because if if you rethink how, or not rethink, but just think back to how some of these shows were that long, and you go back and you rewatch them and go. Wow, there was like some long periods there where not really much happened. Oh, they yeah. Got a lot yeah. of space in which to do stuff. Well, look, and, too, I, I, I read somewhere, um, that I, I don't remember where, but it's rumored that, that you know, the, the first 26 episodes of Iron Blooded Orphans is only the first season. Oh, that so, would be interesting. It may end up being a 20, uh, not a 20, a 52 episode show, which isn't unusual for Gundam, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's new, given that it's new for us now because it's been such a long time since they've done it that way. Yeah. Cause it's like, that used to be pretty standard. You, know, you either have like your 20, 26 or your, um, or, or your show that went on forever. Yeah. 24. Yeah. 26. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like 24, 50, 52, or like, you know, 600, like One Piece. Yeah, um, One Piece, uh, Naruto, uh, yeah. or, you know, the 200, 200 episodes per season of uh, of Dragon Balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. How long so is this one? 173 episodes. Wow, what? Where do I even start, you know? Yeah, like people don't, well... And I think it goes back to the way we consume media now because it's, you know, the, uh, things like Crunchyroll and Netflix are are coming more to the forefront and things like cable and satellite TV are fading behind. So people... Um, well, they can binge now. They can binge, but that also kind of shows us that we don't have the time for just, like, filler, you know. So, like, if you have a thirteen-episode well, series, that might be, but it's really more money that that does that because they oh, probably they 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 well, it's money and the fact that they're mining the the uh, the the corpus of manga quite a lot more than they used to. They used to come up with original shows. Like, think about think about Ava, for instance. 
Yeah. There's no manga of that first. They start and then there's a manga later. They yeah. still they still do that from time to time, but a lot of the time they hit and they they're talking to manga excuse me, manga writers all the time. Say, we want to and the problem with that is is that sometimes the manga's not even finished. It hasn't reached a conclusion yet. Yeah. And and you know, so okay, so we do 13 episodes and then suddenly the the manga writer decides, "Well, I'm going to end it here." And it's not really enough to fill another season. So yeah. so it winds up being the the season that's out there winds up being sort of an extended commercial for the manga. And that's that that's a problem too. A lot of it's money. Um we already know what it's like from some of the blog reports from people Americans who have actually managed to make it into I'm gonna be an animator in Japan and find out that oh the pay is terrible. The the conditions are terrible. <laughs> I mean, this is there's there's only like a few places where it's worth actually working in in anime because it and it's mainly because of money. It just there's the budgets are are well for the one thing the budgets are always controlled by the stations. You know the same thing. Even though it was the '90s, same thing happened to Ava. As soon as something looked like it was going off the rails, they started taking money away from them. Yeah, that's the reason it wound up wound up like it was. Hey, to, today, it would have been just a thirteen, probably. You know, probably, Neo Genesis yeah. would have been thirteen, thirteen or thirteen episodes with a couple of OVAs, probably. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Ava, the uh, the latest movie came out on DVD. Yeah. Uh, you three, three, three. picture of that, yeah. Yep. You can buy it at Walmart, so you have no excuse, listener, for not picking up this movie. It's a Walmart, for crying out loud. Walmart. You know, you like trip over Walmarts. So go pick it up. Uh, I'll do a review next week. Oh, did you uh, pick it up? Is that what you were doing when you took the picture? You actually? Oh, yeah. It? Oh, okay. yes. Yeah, it's not like I'm just going to like take a picture and not get it. <laughs> you know. Well, I don't I mean, know. I mean, you know. I mean, guess technically that's possible. But... Well, you may not have really been interested in it. See, there's there's some. Well, okay, I'm not even going to say that because because I'm not certain who all's involved in in these new ones, these newer ones. Um, this latest one was really different um, because, like. Uh, Otaku USA did a, a see, I think they did a review of it like two years ago. Because like, it's been know, that long, yeah. Because it's been that long. It took them a long while to get this one out um, to get the dubbing done for it and that. So I, we, we've known about it for a long time, kind of the, the plot line. and So it, it is really different um, and uh, supposedly it really breaks away from the series, um, whereas two 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 kind of altered things a little bit. Um, it's almost like uh, every th- you know three point three three is like a completely other universe, which is really interesting. Well, that would that that would be interesting. It's it seems really sci fi too, like oh. kind of like like you know space opera almost. Oh, it's like the feel. Oh, kind of like a you know battleship kind of a. You know the way you're doing this is a little bit like saying, 
okay, these are the ingredients that I used in, in the Chinese soup that I'm making. And you say, oh, well, you added this ingredient, and then I added some other weird ingredient <laughs> compared, <laughs> compared to, <laughs> yeah, it's like a space opera. So, wow, those are, that's like, those two words are just not what I would usually use to describe Neon Genesis. No, no, it definitely kind of has that kind of uh, quality to it. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. Okay, well, when you get a review, I mean, I guess we can do that uh, partially, or at least yeah. try and do that next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely because it, it's worth talking about. And uh, okay, so why don't we just go ahead and break for the for the other side of the break? We got ex- we'll have extra time to talk about Princess Iron Fan, mm. which is not something to worry about. In fact. It's kind of trippy. So if you want, yeah, if you, man, it's it's, it's like just, a, it's like an experience, man. It's, a, it's an experience. It's an experience. <laughs> is it is it on the same level as say um, what they used to say about going to see two thousand one a space odyssey? Um, you know, you know um, maybe it's maybe <laughs> yeah yeah maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you know, when people sort of melt into like, like, here's your clothes. <laughs> just, just, you have to go and look at this. We'll have to post links or something so people yeah, can go look at it. That's actually whenever, a pretty good analogy. Um, but, but whenever people are, you know, someone holds up the, the princess's clothes and says, here are your clothes. And she's standing there and just sort of melts across the room into the clothes. You know, it's like, oh, you know, that's the kind of thing that you would think was kind of trippy. So why don't we go ahead and talk about the trippy Chinese movie on Chinese New Year. So stick with us and we'll be back with more Angel with Pear Juice in just a moment. frontier. Can I get an amen? In which he received, hallelujah, the angel repair juice. So if you would save your souls, I said if you would save your souls, send me a love gift seed faith offering of $199. That's a prophetic number, hallelujah. Can I get an amen? It's a prophetic number. I will send you a personally anointed bottle of angel repair juice. Does your soul need repair? Then get a bottle of angel repair juice. No refunds. Welcome back to Angel Repair Juice. Hey, Henry, why don't you tell them, tell the listeners how they can get in touch with us? Certainly, Matthew. Greetings, listeners. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at at Angel Repair. Send us the email. Yeah, the email. Um, uh, Like we don't even care if you're like like a like an Ethiopian prince. 
We'll take your email. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll we'll like read about you. Like, Ethiopian how, how anime fan. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because the you know my people get those emails from like the Ethiopian prince. I know. Is that yeah, I, I, I would know. read that. I would read that email. There you go. On the air. <laughs> it would be funny. Anyways, <laughs> if you trying to get in contact with, with us, you can uh, send us an email at angelrepairjuicepc at gmail.com. You can uh, get on our website, which is www.angelrepairjuice.wordpress.com. You can find us on Facebook in both the group and page form. I suggest you get hooked up to both. And we're on Twitter, and our Twitter handle is at is at ARJ Podcast. So get linked up. <laughs> okay. Um, since since you wanted to talk about crazy emails for a second, here's how's this one? I've got one from Auto Facebook Team, which of oh. course is sent from Topleys.net. It says you have deferred emails, chemistry. And I'm supposed to click the view emails. You have deferred emails, chemistry. View emails. Yeah. <laughs> Cordially, Facebook team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to do that? Let's do that. <laughs> it's too bad I don't have a virtual machine open on this computer. I could I could actually do that and watch the virtual machine go. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Either way, it's Chinese New Year, and Henry thought Chinese that it would be interesting to look at. Okay, now, the thing is, is it's Chinese New Year's. Um, I know that it's pretty much universal across Asia that they talk about it being the year of the... So, did we look to find out what year... Like, is this the year of the monkey, or what? I believe it is the year of the monkey. You think so? Okay. Uh, we probably should check that. Well, I'll check that while you introduce everybody to Princess Iron Fan. Are you going to introduce them the same way you introduced me? Just sort of watch this trippy thing. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like just watch. It's an experience, man. Uh, no, this this movie is actually very interesting, and it's in the public domain. It's on YouTube with subtitles. I I thoroughly suggest. Um, checking it out because number one, it's just it's an interesting period piece, and number two, the animation is just really kind of interesting. Um, you know, it's kind of Looney Tunes meets Disney. You know, like but you know, if you watch a lot of old like American cartoons, a lot of those things are really trippy and surreal. Um, yeah, the earliest ones that were in black and white. This is old yeah. enough to be in black and white. Looks like to me, it looks like they produced it in color, but probably could only shoot in a black and white. So it it was, I think, from what I read, uh, portions of it were even rotoscoped. So yeah, I it, say it, it, there are a lot of places that look rotoscoped, rotoscoped. Yeah, you know, it's a good thing that that's something that's not something that they do very much anymore. Yeah, it's like I think the the last movie to be rotos rotoscoped was a uh, Scanner Darkly, you know. Yeah, although, well, I don't know, I don't know. I, I've I'm not like a big fan of that movie. I I have it, but I haven't yet to see it. I just bought it because it was 
Bill K. Dick. It was like a dollar at the dollar oh. store. Now, according to this, now you wanted me to look up and see if it's it is the year of the monkey, but it's actually uh, by there. There's a uh, there's a timer here that says it's two hours fifty four minutes and thirty eight seconds until until oh. the year of the monkey begins. Oh, oh, because it's I know I guess Westerners, the Easterners, um, start at sundown, yeah. right evening to morning. Yeah, well, that's because we're enamored with clocks. Just how it works. It's probably true. Yeah, we well we are in in the West. We're enamored with clocks and machines and stuff like that. So yes, we like a clockwork orange. Yeah, if you want to see ah. how, if you want to see how significant the year the the being born under the sign of the monkey. Julius Caesar was born under the sign of the monkey. Did you know that? No, I did not. Michael Douglas was too. Halle Berry was. Mick Jagger was. <laughs> <laughs> I got the moves on Jagger. Okay. The- now this okay, is like sorry. you want to be part of a strange club. Mick Jagger, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez. Huh. Born under the sign of the monkey. Along with Eleanor Roosevelt. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Let's go back to the movie. This is trippy enough by itself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of monkeys, there's a there is a monkey in the movie. And uh of course I I don't know if a lot of people know this. That this movie is connected to Dragon Ball, believe it or not, because um, Goku, originally in Dragon Ball, his character was based off of the Monkey King. And the Monkey King is a part of Chinese mythology and folklore. He's a god. He's like the mischievous god. Um, What did he do? Somehow he did something and he got banished from heaven. Yeah. I think he peed. I think he peed on Buddha's foot or something. He got banished from heaven. Well, that sounds I, like Goku. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, he's like mischievous. I think sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad. Um, you know, it's just yeah. Um, kind of like a Loki type character. So, anyways, he's he's a, an important character in the movie. But the premise of the movie is that. Um, well, let me, let me back up. The, the movie is, is based off a small segment in the the Chinese novel um, Journey to the West. Yeah. Um, let me see what year Journey to the to the West was was written. Uh, I'm sure it's probably back in time. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, back in time, but <laughs> yeah, 16th century during the Ming Dynasty. So this is. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, an, an old older, book. Yeah, it's an old book. Um, Actually, the part that I find the most interesting here is the fact that you know they they released it in because it's wartime, January first, nineteen forty one. Sent it to Japan, and that inspired sixteen year old Tezuka Asum, um, Osamu. Yeah, you know to to do this to you know become an animator. Yeah, imagine that. I mean, it's, I mean, that's not surprising to me, but of course, like, you know, uh, Tezuka, he was also really influenced by Disney, and you can definitely sense the Disney influence oh, sure. in this movie, because, um, you know, Disney, I mean, they were just, they were it yeah. you know, during that time, and so it's like, oh, Disney, everyone is in, was enamored, and you could probably argue still are enamored with Disney, and... um but yeah, that, I mean that's really really interesting. 
So, I mean, this movie is um, important to the history of anime, even though it's not anime. Um, So, but yeah, anyways, let's get back to the plot line. So, it follows this part of the story of Journey to the West. And so, you have three main characters. There's a monk and a pig. And the pig's and the pig's name he's he's like a pig man, you know. So he, he's like a man, but he's a pig. His name is Zubeji. I probably pronounced that wrong. Um, and then there's the Monkey King, and uh, so they are going to India to find the scriptures, like the the I think they're called sutras. I think that's right. I'm not sure. Sutras, anyways, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, so they're so they're going to India to find the sutras so they can, you know, know like you know, the, the truest and most original of the Buddha's teaching. And they stop at this village and they can't go any further because there's this great fire on this mountain, and it's too hot to uh, to you know to like there's no way to get around Thank it. You. It's too hot, and so like when I sent it to Matthew this morning. Like the first thing he wrote me was, "Oh, I was watching this monkey get his get his hind end burned." Yeah, <laughs> because it just because it, I'm, I'm. It's not that I wasn't able to follow the story. It's just that it's so trippy that you go, "Okay, wait a second. He's like flying, or is he falling? I'm not sure what he's doing. He's flying, falling. He's there where the fires are, and now there's like a fire demon. The fire demon's chasing him." The fire demon's chasing him as he falls, floats through the sky. Now he's landed, and he's landed in the fire, but he's not in the fire. But he's—it was just trippy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And remember, like he was like, okay, so I'm going to watch enough of this to to like know, and remember how I was sort of doing this play by play. Of the thing, because I'm like, I'm lost. I, was, I mean, I know there's a story here, and I'm actually following it, but the the animation was so trippy, you know, kind of weird. I mean, you know, there's the part where the wind's blowing. Remember I was telling you, the wind's blowing one way, and then the wind's blowing the other way, and it's blowing this way, and it's blowing that way. Then it seems like it's there's no rhyme or reason to this divine wind thing that's going on. Yeah. Especially the so, person that's inside the room and sort of floating inside the room because of the wind—that was weird. Yeah, it's well, like you kind of compared it to like um, Kubrick's uh, 2001: Space Odyssey. Yeah, it was kind of trippy. And, it was. Yeah, it's 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 that's a pretty good analogy, I feel, because it's granted. I, I think Princess Iron Fan is a little bit more story driven than in 2001. Um, but but it is kind of about like what they're doing with the animation, and even though some of it seems kind of weird and silly to us, you have to imagine being back in 1941 in China and seeing this thing. So I like, you know, some of this stuff is just for like comedic effect, but it's just like, ooh, look what I can do, you know? I'm gonna do some kind of fancy animation. Yeah, that because I really... can use. Yeah, because I can draw and make it do anything. And they yeah. literally did. I mean, there's a place in there where, where this um, this maid or maiden or something holds up this woman's clothes, and he, like said, basically says, "Here's your clothes." And the, the woman that's going to put them on is standing over there, melts across the room and, and and reappears inside the clothes. 
And I was like, okay, you know, we have computers and stuff where they could probably do this better. But that by itself was sort of like weird is into the clothes. And I was like, oh, (laughs) which is it's an example of where just drawing it on paper was probably better than just like, oh, yeah, we can like create a computer algorithm that can make that better. I'm sort of ranting there because I sometimes think that it'd be better if people would do more drawing than messing with computers. But that was weird. The melting algorithm. Yeah. Just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 no. It should look like this. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. <laughs> yeah. So um, in this story, um, Pig and Monkey King um, – the, the Buddhist monk, he stays behind in the village to, like, teach the people. So anyways, the, the pig and the monkey king go to find Princess Iron Fan because she's the only one who can stop this fire by waving her, her magic fan and putting out the flames. But the problem is, is that she's got a beef with the monkey king and she's not going to hand over the fan to him. And so they eventually trick her into giving them the fan, but it's a false fan, right? Yeah. So it all, see, it kind of becomes like this uh, quid pro quo thing, like where she's like, well, if you'll go straighten out my husband, the bull king, you know, <laughs> um, then I'll give you the fan because bull king's away, you know, at his castle cheating on Princess Iron Fan with uh, this fox lady, fox demon, who, if, like in Chinese mythology, is technically the same thing as Naruto, nine-tailed fox. Um, so anyways, he's having an affair with this, uh, as, as Wikipedia calls her, foxy vixen woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love um, his names. Princess Jade Face. Yeah, just- that's her name. Princess Jade Face. Um, and so, uh, so it all kind of becomes like entangled in this like love triangle, which which is kind of a, uh, more adult themed story for for younger viewers. Adult themed. Yeah. Adult themed and, and stuck in the whole, remember I was doing the play by play little thing where he transforms the monkey King transforms into a fly and flies down. The, yeah. the princess's throat and is like punching her heart. <laughs> yeah. She's grabbing her stomach. <laughs> She's rolling around on the ground going, oh, please come out. But he's in there punching her heart. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she totally wouldn't have died of a heart attack or nothing. You know? No, but it was just bizarre. It's like this is, I mean, I'm assuming that they have borrowed enough of the original story, this journey to the West, whatever the, whatever that part is, um, that that it's not that they didn't like exercise huge artistic license in redoing it. That this is how the story's written: turns into a fly, flies down. Well, it doesn't fly down her throat, but she drank him because <laughs> he flew into the yeah. tea. And I, I don't, I and, don't know. It, 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 I, I think I have a feeling that it's probably kind of loosely based off of it. Cause it's like no one episode in the novel, you know? Well, who knows? But either way, it's just bizarre punching the heart, Yeah, punching yeah. your heart. I'm punching your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, haven't, 
she actually died, and this is all a dream. Was that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> he punched her too hard. Took the fan anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that would have worked also. Um, but, but no, well, you know, Monkey King would have done this, but they're going to look for the Buddha for the for the sutras, so oh, yeah, maybe that wouldn't have been the best uh, best option. I don't I don't know. So, um, <laughs> I'm actually reading this part here because it's it's been about six months since I've seen this, if not longer. And uh, Matthew watched part of it today, and uh, let's see. Okay, so so yeah, so Monkey King he he. Um, <laughs> Comes a fly, punches her heart. She gives him the fan, but it's a fake fan. You know. Yeah, takes it back. Now, I also got to see that part. Remember, it's 26 minutes, and they're like doing this weird thing flying on the monkey. Okay, so you got to make sure you get this. The pig king carries a rake, a magic rake, apparently. And they were flying on the magic rake. And the the monkey king keeps dropping the fan but the fan keeps coming back to him it's like a like a boomerang fan and <laughs> so I'm, I'm referring to the animation here because it's just bizarre and then they're like okay so now you monkey king take the thing and and he goes back this is the same monkey that was getting his hind end burned before gets his hind end burned again because these the fan's not working and <laughs> it's just crazy because you know that it isn't. It's a, you know that it's fake, but he doesn't, and it's like this. Then <laughs> there's flames everywhere because this mountain is engulfed in flames, and there's deep, cav- you know, caverns with flames and and updrafts and downdrafts and all sorts of stuff, and and he's getting beat up all over the place, and then he climbs back in that window. What happened? Didn't work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can almost see them saying, "Let's let's remake this and make it just as trippy as it was." And it's just bizarre. I mean, I remember at first I was like, "Why are you making me watch this?" But the more I think about it, the more I go, "Yeah, there's there's something something to be said for this strange." strange movie you know one hour and 16 minutes long you won't wish that you threw it back or that you know you oh, could get the time it, back it's 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 no diatron five it's, no this no is not diatron five this is you know they they were serious they were trying to you know you could tell that they they worked you know to try and and figure out how things move and when they wanted it to be strange they made it strange um Although it it had some, <laughs> should I say this on the air? Should I talk about the whole thing with the the magic wand? <laughs> you might as well. Because <laughs> because if someone watches it, warning the yeah, warning is it here's a here's like either a um I don't know what yeah kind of that, that may be good to, to bring it up you know, you know. for kids this will probably elude but children. the odd part is is at the beginning it says that they made this movie so that kids would learn. Uh, these important life lessons, right? Yeah. So they're knocking at the door, the princess's castle, I guess, you know, and they're not answering. And, you know, they get mad and they break a hole in it. And at first, somebody answers the door and then slams the door. And then the monkey king goes up and he and he makes his big giant wand appear. 
and he stands off to the side, knocks on the door, stands off to the side, and the woman opens the door, walks out, and doesn't see anybody, and he sticks the 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 staff that he's got in his hand between your legs and lifts up. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I stop it and I go, Henry, do do you have any idea what just happened in this in this movie for kids from China from 1941? I'm like, really, seriously? And then she agrees to let him in to see the the. Iron Woman or the the Iron Fan or the I've lost what her name is now. You got to help Princess me, Henry. Oh Princess yeah, Iron Princess Fan. Iron Fan. You got to help me because it's so bizarre. But okay, there, there's the sort of possible offensive thing. Although the you, the whole thing is either offensive or it isn't. It's just bizarre. That's just my perspective. That's not even a Lutheran perspective. <laughs> Hello. Oh, sorry. Got kind of a like a strange message on Facebook. Um. <laughs> Did you get a message about your, you know, your uh, email chemistry? Is that what happened? No, but it's it's probably on that level. <laughs> you have your email chemistry. Please click for emails. Nope, I didn't get any. That's sad. <laughs> okay. There we go. Martin Luther responds to some at Joel Osteen tweets. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, uh, Adam Forty. Yeah. You know, we're so off topic now that we don't even, I don't even remember what it was we were doing. Sure. Princess Iron Fan. There you go. Princess Iron Fan. So Martin so, Luther uh, responds to Princess Iron Fan. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted to make this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you want to do a segment, it's it's Martin Luther responds to anime. There you go. Martin Luther reviews anime. There's the segment of all time right there. That's the one. That's the one. You don't know what that, to, you don't even know what to do with that, do you? Yeah, I'm thinking like, like like how would that work? How would that work? Like a mystery science theater thing where you got Luther sitting up front. Commenting in an angry German accent. No, I could. I imagine. I imagine that this is the way it would work. Okay, you've got it. It could be like a standard review, except that you've got sort of like a Martin Luther with the with the mouth cut so that it moves. Okay, you know the square yeah. the square mouth cut. You know, and he's like, bah, 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 and you keep changing the perspective so that it's like you reverse it so that it looks like he's moving his head. You know, and then have him. You know, review uh, Shingeki no Kyojin. <laughs> yeah. And you could have him throw in some, like, Martin Luther insults and stuff like that. <laughs> and compare it to... And, and here's what he does. He, he interprets everything as, you know, the... the um, Like, for, for Attack on Titan, the Titans are Rome and the Protestants are... You know, the Lutherans are... <laughs> You know, and everything he, he interprets everything this way how's that <laughs> why not <laughs> there you go there's the segment of all time right there oh, man. that's the Lutheran that's the Lutheran perspective on anime of all time right there everything about you know just like just like those papists <laughs> That's the, that's the, 
you see that Titan peeking over the wall? That's just like those papists. <laughs> And it, and, it, and it doesn't even have to be that pedestrian. You could write it like like he writes them, you know, with the whole, you know, like really dense language. <laughs> this is not like criticizing Martin Luther. It's you know sometimes his texts are very dense. You know, lots lots of of of. You know, I'm not going to say unnecessary, but you know, to him feels like it's necessary to describe things in this much detail. You know, this it's something that scholastically they used to do in those days so that's the way you do it you know uh, all all the reviews are just like really thick you know language until until something happens that like really ticks him off and then it becomes luther's you know the way he you know one of my favorite if if it's if it's real nobody's been able to point to which document that this was said that that if an angel from heaven brought your document to me and delivered it to me as though it was from God. I would wipe my butt with it and then wipe its nose. <laughs> wipe his nose or whose nose? Wipe its nose, the angel's nose. Oh, okay. <laughs> Imagine, sounds Luther. That enough. sounds like something Luther would say. Nobody's been able to tell me where he wrote that, but it sounds like something he would say. Here's my favorite one. Martin Luther on Twitter is writing this at Joel Osteen. You are a toad eater and a fawner. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something you would say. I wonder if they're. I wonder if they're using that website. There was a website that uh, generated Martin Luther I think, insults. I think so. Oh. Yeah. Except that it's probably a bot. I'll bet it's a bot. They've they've designed it so that it's a bot. That what it does is it refers to that and then feeds that back to Twitter. Probably, I yeah. would say so. So we need to we need to do that or have a have a um, a Twitter account that's like really lonely Luther or something like that. She got the got the uh, the Joel Osteen or fortune cookie, and here's the Paul Washer fortune cookie. <laughs> Granted, I've never got into Paul Washer. Isn't he like the sanctification nut? He is the one that he pushes. He says, you know, the gospel is going to save you and the gospel is going to save you so that you can be good is basically what it comes down to. Because none of you are good. And if you don't get better than this, you're not going to make it. If you don't get better than this, you're not going to make it. It's like better than what? He, he can never explain that. That's the reason that I, Paul Washer just drives me crazy because there's this big hole that everybody else ignores. This big hole in his whole presentation. It's like better than what? What are you talking about? Better than what? I mean, there's people probably standing there that have never been to the red light district, never been to, you know, to do this, that, or they never touched drugs, never said better than what? What am I supposed to be better than? There's no answer to that. In the in that kind of theology, there's no there's no answer. Forget it. Yeah. It, it might as well be Princess Iron Fan. Just <laughs> just stand there and explain Princess. Here, Paul Washer stands up there and explains Princess Iron Fan for the for an hour. <laughs> because. If it's not Christ and him crucified for your sins, placarded before the people in such a way as to say that, see, you were doomed and this is what was necessary. <laughs> not your sanctification, not the good things that you're doing for your neighbor or any of that stuff or the good things that you think that you're doing for God. Just look at this, look at the cross and realize that, yeah, that's what was required. God dead on a cross. you know, Because your works were never going to add up. So... 
you know, don't stand there and tell me that if I don't get better than this, whatever it is, yeah. don't like, do that. Like, it's weird because he's a Calvinist, because, because like, Lutherans and Armenian, Armenians, Armenians, uh, can, can kind of preach that way, but like, like with Calvinists, it's just like, it's like, but what if the person's elect and they're going to be saved anyways? Yeah, see, there's a big hole in all of that. That you know, you could. Yeah, it gets kind of weird, like when they do like ultra sanctification preaching. Yeah, I think. Okay, we're almost up on an hour. We should have done that. We should have done Princess Iron Fan versus Paul Washer for half an hour. Why not? Yeah, I like Princess see? Princess Iron Fan. Now, see, now I've got it. I can remember it now. Good. Yeah. That's it was a- much more sanctified than her husband. The Bull King. Yeah, the, yeah. Which but none were as more sanctified as the Buddhist monk who was searching for the scriptures. There you go. The Buddhist monk who was searching for the scriptures. Okay, searching for the sutras in this case. The Al- sutras. Although, although in that translation on YouTube, it does say, it does say um, scriptures instead of sutras. Actually, it says both. Yeah. To think of it. That's why. That's why, to some degree, I wonder if. I'll have to check it out. What I'll do is I will be bored later, and I'll have to check that out. I'll like actually Google up the name, this the the actual title of that episode of that book, and find out if those subtitles really do match what the story's about. Because it seems like there are parts in there where they're like, well, we're not certain what it is they're saying in Chinese. We'll, yeah. we'll just make it up. Yeah. Uh, this sounds good. <laughs> this sounds good. Let's just do this. That's, that sounds good. So, you've been listening to Angel Repair Juice. Come and listen to us next time when that guy and this guy, Matthew Pancake, will talk to you more about anime from a Lutheran perspective. Thanks for listening. May God bless your day. Oh,